Hey, yo, what's good, y'all? I'm Ernie Spears, and this is Grind Talk, brought to you by the Millionaire Grind Network. We got Mr. KC Austin in the building. What's good? What's going on, bro? Everything good? And we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. So, uh, for those who don't know, uh, who exactly is Mr. KC Austin? Um, I'm a photographer, videographer um, from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, I own KC Austin Production. Um, I'm a family man, a father, husband. Why did you choose the name KC rather than your real name to go by? Um, cause I mean, every time I tell somebody my real name, which is Casey, Casey Harris, they always say, uh, KC, uh, they be like, what's up KC? So, um, I just started going by KC. Austin is my middle name. Um, two of my son's middle names and, um, I have a son named Nolan and a son named Carter. So I went by KC Austin. So you actually, uh, you did a video the other day. It was about depression. Of course. Yeah. Uh, this, this video got a lot of attraction. Yeah. It got a lot of people talking and commenting and, uh, wanting to do different things and they're telling their stories. So. Uh, what exactly happened that made you want to get into doing this video and what made you actually upload it? Um, I actually suffer from depression and anxiety. Um, it's a lot better now, but uh, starting back in 2005 is when I first realized it. Um, I, re I recently came off of a, a, a drug habit. Um, okay. So I was withdrawing and um, it, it led me to a lot of anxiety and uh, depression. Mm -hmm. I got you. You actually recorded that video yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, I recorded it myself. Okay, yeah. So how did you how did you actually get into video production? Like what? Um, I actually was recording, had a, a recording studio, and uh, there was a young man named King KM. Shout out to King KM. Um, he's an artist in Memphis, and um, we shot him a music video at my house with a cell phone. So he he saw the program on my computer, and he was like, "Hey, bro, let's let's shoot this music video," you know. Um, and so we did it and uh, it did pretty good. So after that, people kept calling me for music videos and I was like, damn, I ain't got no, I ain't got no equipment, got th it. things like that. So um, that's when I, my wife invested in me, got me these cameras and these lenses. So I went straight to work. Okay. So you basically, you basically started doing video because you needed a videographer, not necessarily right. because you wanted to actually get into it and make the most money or do well, different things. Well, kind of both. Okay, kind of yeah. So do you actually make any money doing video? Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm good. Yeah. Right, what kind of events do you do? Um, I, I, I've done hair shows, music videos, commercials, um, interviews, uh, weddings, okay. a lot of photography, so. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so if a person want to actually get you to do a shoot for them, like is that a way where they can actually contact you? Or they you? can contact me on Facebook, Instagram, at KC Austin. My Instagram is LCAustin83. Just so we can get back on the track about the depression video that you put up. So, um, like with that video, like what do you think is the correlation between, I would say maybe artists and uh, depression itself? Because we're in a time right now where we have different artists that are using different drugs and alcohol and it's at an all-time high it seems like. So do you think that, that that depression plays a part in that or what would you say? Um, maybe with some. Um, I think most of it is um, keeping up with the trend. The, 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 the use of drugs is becoming a trend now. Like. Back in the days, we used to sit on the porch and point out crackheads and this and that. But now, you know, everybody's competing with who got the best cushion, who got the best draw. I'm higher than you. And, okay. you know, um, I think a lot of that has to do with just partying and having fun. But to the most part, I think when they start doing that, it leads to depression because, you know, um, drugs, drugs, it, it, it'll do you bad. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think a lot of the dep depression develops out of that partying and tiring your body out, not getting the rest and, and all of that. So, yeah. Uh, at what point did you find out that you was actually going through depression? Um, in 2005, man, um, I lost a job because um, I had a surgery and um, I had just had a, 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 a baby girl. And so I stopped smoking weed or whatever, trying to clean my life up, start withdrawing. And um, 
I was living in my mother's house. And so uh, I just noticed I was in the bed two, three days in a row, uh, um, binge watching TV. And that was unlike me. I stayed on the go. So I, then, you know, some nights my heart would be racing. I had never felt these feelings, you know, having um, heat flashes and all that, if that's what you want to call it. Yeah. Um, so I went downstairs and got my mom one day and was like, I, I don't feel right. I feel like I'm about to panic or something. I'm just tired of feeling like this. And um, before I made it up the stairs, I fell down the stairs, man. And uh, I woke up at the hospital. Wow. I had a panic attack. Wow. Yeah. So that's when they uh, diagnosed me with um, um, anxiety disorder, um, depression and things like that. So, uh, yeah, that's how that's when it first started. Yeah. Is it anything that you can identify with that actually triggers that now? Like in, in a certain environments you go around or a group of people? Or... Yeah, I don't like to be around a lot of people. Um, I don't like to be around. It's not the fact that um, that's kind of that's kind of difficult. Um, of course, I'm always around a lot of people because I'm doing the, the photography and videography, but not voluntarily. I'm not going to walk into a club or, you know, um, I'm just not with a lot of the, you know, seeing people drinking. There's a lot of uh, animosity going on within these places and it kind of pulls me down because it takes me back, you know? Yeah. 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 Man, the, the whole scenery that you just described, that sounds so much like a whole social media platform, basically, where yeah. you got the, you know, being around people, the drugs, the alcohol and all of those different things. So speaking of social media, do you feel that social media may play a part in depression for many people? Um, I think people? a lot of depressed people look to social media for um, attention or answer. Um, that can be helpful, but it can be harmful um, because uh, people on social media are not genuine. You know, I can make a post right now saying um, mud tastes good and a million people going to like it. That That's going to make certain people feel good that they got all these likes, you know, and I translate like kind of like with my business um if i post a picture and get two likes but i get 30 customers i'm, I'm really winning in real life yeah. but if i post a picture and it, it's an ugly picture and a million people like it and nobody calls me for my service then yeah. i don't why would i feel good about that you know yeah uh one of the things i notice is like think about sometimes you may see a person that just giving you a scenario you may see an attractive young lady or you may see a person a guy that may have all this stuff together yeah. and when you meet that person they they seem, they look like from a distance, they look like they're doing good. They look like they have everything to be happy about. But when you talk to them, you find out that they insecure, they, you know, they have low self-esteem and all around have anxiety and depression disorder. And a lot of times it could come from people watching things on social media, I believe. Uh, for example, you may have a person who's a hardworking man or a hardworking woman that goes to work. They come home to take care of their kids, but they're not necessarily doing the extra stuff that we see people where they have the big houses and the big cars. And they may look at the next person that's not even doing as well as them, and they look at some of the accolades that another person posts, and they say, hey, I want that, and make them not feel as good about what they already have. So right. um, that's why I think social media plays a big part in, in it. But at the same time, I think it's because some people don't know how to dif differentiate the real life versus well, the social media life, I guess. And see, that's the thing, you know, when um, people see Lil Wayne, and, or just using him for an example, yeah. and they're like, okay, I'm going to go dress like Lil Wayne, and, you know, they go buy some clothes, and then they look up and they make a post, and they showing their little thousand dollars or whatever it is, and they get all this Facebook thing. But yeah. when, the, when, when they're not on Facebook, you know, $1,000 ain't really going to get you nowhere. You yeah. know, just looking like Lil Wayne, you're not Lil Wayne, you're not in his position. Yeah. So you're back to reality when you off of social media. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So you don't, you know, that's so I now, guess that's when those true feelings settle in. You know what I'm saying? Now you got an artist that 
scared to go around Lil Wayne because they say, I seen him, they got this, they got that. Yeah. But really, it's kind of like he may be, you know, feeling not too well around you because you say, well, really, I would rather be in that person's position that they don't even know what it's, what it's like to be over here. Right. So, um, so um, I guess we can now conclude by finding out for the people that's listening that's going through depression disorder or may not even know they're depressed and they feel some kind of way and they're connected to you through the yeah. video. Like what advice would you give a person or at least could you tell us what exactly do you do to deal with depression yourself actually? Research, research and research. Um, if I start feeling a certain way, I'll Google that. I listen to different doctors, different forms because there is a world where people share. We, we hide depression. Um, a lot of us, like I said, are in denial. So it's, it's dangerous that we don't speak up about it, first of all. But another thing about it is you want to be comfortable because you don't want to. I don't want to misdiagnose myself. I don't want to have a conversation with you and leave anything out about how I'm really feeling if you're going to help me because I really need that help. But just research and talking to people who are going through the same thing, which makes me feel comfortable. I don't feel lonely because that's, that's a part of depression, man, feeling lonely. Um, that makes it worse. So yeah. um, my thing about it is, is um, just do research and get around people who are going through the same thing. Um, I'm not scared to admit I was, I've been in, admitted in Lakeside so many times and it, it had become a safe place to me. You know, it, it was times I didn't want to leave okay. because I had to enter a world where I didn't think anybody else was going, you know, going through what I was going through. But they probably were, but they weren't admitting it. So, you know, I was always uncomfortable. Gotcha. So, so you just said you was admitted into Lakeside, right? Mm -hmm. um, I know many of the people that's watching this video may not understand or know what Lakeside is. Can you tell us it's that? A, uh, I don't want to call it a, a, a mental facility. It's a mental health facility. Um, people who are going through anxiety, depression. It can be something as small as your boyfriend cheated on you and you can't take it or tolerate it or whatever. They'll, they'll get you the counseling and help or medication that you need if you need it. Um, but yeah, to me, I call it a safe house. Okay. Yeah. So when you when you was actually in the safe house, um, what exactly was going through your head? Did you do you feel like being in an environment like that around other people? That some of them may really be sick. You know, some of them may really be messed up. Do you think that leans you more to that direction because you you influenced by it, or do you think that takes you the other way to where there really is a solution? When I'm surrounded by the people who are going through what I'm going through, like in Lakeside, um, I felt like I could relate. Okay. You know, it, it, it's like being at home um, versus being over a friend's house. You know, it's certain things you're not going to do in that person's house that um, that you're comfortable doing at home. Gotcha. So um, I guess just being able to have a doctor there 24-7 that I can talk to, you know, uh, made me feel it, it, it took my anxiety away. Um, so I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's kind of difficult, you know. So, okay. Yeah. This is Ernest Fields. You tuned in to Grind Talk. We'll be right back after these messages.